Welcome to the Almost Not a Teacher podcast. Here, we are sharing experiences and how it's like being in the childcare and student care teaching industry. Let's discuss on teachers stepping out of their classrooms and into their new career path. I'm Shahida, and it's so nice to have you listening in. Teachers, do you know that your skills are transferable? Let's find out together on how we can empower you as a teacher and a career switcher. Okay, welcome back to episode 4. Today, we are going to talk about introduction of a student care teacher. We have Wahida here today. I'm going to have her to introduce herself. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wahida and I'm a student care teacher. I'm actually entering my second year. I was in the media industry, presentation scheduler, mm-hmm. plan TV schedules, insert commercials, promos. Oh. I left that behind. Came into teaching. Walk us through what is a casual day like for a student care teacher. Student care is kind of like an aftercare program. Mm. In essence, I will say that kids whose parents are both working, no one to take care of them at home. We ensure that they do all their homework, they learn their spelling. We will ensure that they are prepped for it. Just make sure all school work is done, mm-hmm. and then some additional activity planned by us once. They are ready. They go home. Have you heard of the stigma where people saying that um, certain care teachers they don't really teach? Hmm. I have two different experiences. So mm. they have two different types. They have school based, and they have community based. Mm. For school based, there's a requirement whereby there's no expectation for you to actually teach. They do expect you to be able to help the child with the homework. Now I'm in a community based SCC. The expectation is different. They expect us to teach. We have some level of primary school knowledge. Ultimately, MSF guideline that mm. student care teachers are not allowed to teach. That responsibility lies with the MOE teachers. Mm. I think some mm. student care centers provide tuition. Ser- yeah, tuition service. Yeah, yeah. I heard of that so. Like extra worksheets. Yeah. But mm. other than that, student care teachers lean towards educating the students more on their character development yeah, rather correct. than their academics. So correct. I think that's also a form of teaching. Yeah. Definitely. I do feel that we are not just caregivers. Eh. Mm. That's what they call us. Like, mate after school. Yeah, after school then. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of. <laughs> but that is a stigma lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, correct, correct. We play a huge part in a kid's life because I always think about the hours that they spend with us. Mm. From 1pm to 6 or 7pm, when you spend spend that much time with a child is going to make some sort of impact in their life. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Like the whole day in school is already very stressful for them. After school they are just looking forward to comfort. Role of us <laughs> what we did was to provide that comfort for them, listen and understand their pain points. Mm. And from there they will see like, "Oh, this teacher actually does listen to me, you know?" Yeah. yeah so that's when the part-time counselor role kicks in for us. Yeah, correct. Mm. But apart from the student issues, let's look into the aspect of what we really do on a daily basis. Do we actually have admin time? What do we do? Previously, lesson plans are all given. Of course, we have to go through all these lesson plans. We have to adapt the lesson plans that they give mm-hmm. and tailor it to engage our children to figure out what other things can I do that relates to them mm. and also relates to the lesson plan. And then we have material preparation. Lesson preparation. Mm. Sometimes we used to do administrative work. 
Right? Yeah, <laughs> Application. Yeah. Class list, you know. If there's a new child coming in, okay, update. Yeah. In certain centres, but mostly the ones in school-based, is the one that has more work, I would yeah. say, because they have a lot of expectations from not just the parents of the students or the mm. management of the student care company itself, but you also have to liaise with... Um, school teachers. Yeah, correct. Uh, on school academic teachers. progress of the child or the character. Yeah. So the admin time is for us to meet with the stakeholders, I would say. Yeah. yeah te- like teacher, parents. You have more exposure in talking with stakeholders. Mm. Because they expect a lot, you know. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm from media, right? Mm. So I will say there's a lot of like PR going on. Public relations. You have to take care of your relationship with the parents. Mm. And then with the school principal. And then with the school teachers. Mm. Center supervisors. And then with your own colleagues. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so it's a lot of building of relationships. But the skills that was used to liar was good. Mm. Yeah. Even though it was super nerve-wracking to talk with principals. <laughs> it's really scary sometimes. It is. <laughs> By the end of the day, the MOE teachers and the principals also have their own set of goals. Mm. KPI, right? Like how many students pass. For student care teachers, we don't mm. have KPIs at all. The only thing we want is to just make sure the students that we are taking care of, them to be safe, yeah. complete their homework. The common goal between MOE teachers and us Mm-mm. is always we want what's best for the child. Mm. You've been a student care teacher for two years. You were from media mm-hmm. and then you jumped into education world. Mm-hmm. It is a huge difference in industry. And what's a huge, huge culture shock that you enter this industry then you are so taken aback? I would say classroom management. Ah. Mm. Yeah. People assume that it's easy to take care of 20 to 30 children mm. in a class. That mm. is not that easy. You learn classroom management in theory. When you have to apply it, it's also different because it might work, it might not work. It will take a while. We need to set it into routine, strive on routine. One or two kids that doesn't doesn't follow that routine, you realise that, okay, I have to use another classroom management strategy. Mm. Now, six hours, Mm. I'm talking to children. You have to set an exemplary behaviour for them. I had to change the way I talk, mm. the language I use. Sometimes when your friend calls you, and then you be like, what? Ah. Uh. And then you realise when a child does that to you, Eh, so rude. Yeah. <laughs> why, uh, why, why you call, why you answer like that? <laughs> we will be diving into classroom management more on next week's episode. Mm. It's a whole lot of things. There are a lot of cases whereby you have to implement more than one strategies in one class because different students have different wants and needs. We can't possibly get them all to adapt to just one strategy Mm. but we try to, we try to. Let's have a brief run through or routine of what student care teacher do. So when we enter work, we have our admin things. Yes, correct. Mm, that's mm. where you have to prepare things, prepare your class, make sure mm-hmm. it's clean, free of hazards, right? Yeah. Then after the admin time is when the students come in. Mm-hmm. In general, they report to us Mm-mm. and we have to make sure everyone is accounted for. Ah, yes. Yeah, if any child does not report to us and then that's when we have to start. Wow. 
We, we, no, then we become detectives. Where is this child? Did this child get held back by the teacher? Oh my god. Did this child accidentally go home? Yeah. We are frantically searching for yeah. him or her. Oh my god, you got, you got story now. Yeah, hey! <laughs> I got story also. Okay, okay, okay. I, know, I think I know the story. Okay, wow. Okay, you want, you want to tell the story? Okay. Oh my god. She just made me recall back all the memories I had when I was a teacher. So the story goes like this. I was taking a P4 class, okay. Mm-hmm. So in general, there was 20 students. After school, they will report to me. So I have to check all of them are present. There are instances where it is always the same students that go missing, okay. It's mm-hmm. not because they are sick, it's not because they are held back by teachers, <laughs> but they just don't want to go to student care. Yes. Okay, the older they get, the more reluctant they want to come to student care because they yeah. want their independence. Yeah. When the school dismisses students, it's a huge mess. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Everyone is everywhere. You just have to like open your eyes bigger, finding your students coming to you mm-hmm. safely. It's really very hard amongst all these hundreds of students from the school. There's this one kid who always goes missing, and you call the parents. The parents say he's supposed to come. Okay, she's supposed to come, mm. but then he's not here. It has been thirty minutes, and he's not here yet. Panic. You know what to do, but at that point of time, you just like, this is really happening to me. <laughs> you know, you want to go search for yeah. that child, but you cannot leave your other 20 students alone. Mm. You have to get another teacher to look after them for a while. Yeah. Okay? So, I got another teacher to look after my class for a while, while I go around the school <laughs> finding the child. Okay? Running up and down. Yeah. Uh, and then like how many levels? Four stories, <laughs> four okay? Four stories. Huh? And different buildings. So, you run. You walk quick trying to find this child. Then you call the parents again to update them that it has been 30 minutes but the child is still nowhere to be seen. Mm. And the mm. next thing, she called me again. Oh, the child went home. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was a moment of panic lah. Yeah. Because in that moment, the child is not with you. You just don't know if he followed a stranger home. Yeah. If the child ran out of school, the road is there. Yeah. You know what if he gets knocked down by a car or something? Yeah. Like a lot of negative things is running inside a your mind, lot. you know. Just just a lot. Sometimes like I also put myself in the parents' perspective. Imagine you are at work, you're just doing your work uh-uh. and then you receive a call yeah, and, then, yeah. and and the SCC teacher say, Your child has not reported yet. Then you're like, Huh? Then then, uh-huh. then where my child go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> then, I think this is where your relationship with student comes in also. Mm. The next time the child comes to student care, I talk to him. Why do you do this? Mm. Is there any way that we can have you? Yeah, correct. Have yeah. a midpoint because I can't have you going missing after school. Yeah. You don't want to come to student care, maybe you can talk to me and I can talk to your parent and maybe we can have like a discussion on how we can go about this. At the end of the day, we just want you to be safe. Yes. Like the main point of your parent putting you in an aftercare is because no one is taking care of you at home. You just have to show that your intention towards that child is good. They can actually feel and understand your sincerity towards them. After that one major thing is done, all students are accounted for, Mm-mm. then we can finally settle into the other things like lunch, mm. you know, making sure they eat. Yeah. Okay, different children, different eating habits. Some picky eaters yeah. don't want to eat. When a parent already entrusts you to take care of their child, mm. you want to do your best. It's a very heavy responsibility, yeah, you know, taking care of other people's children. If at the end of the day, children don't want to, they can't even, it's not they can't, they don't want to even eat one 
spoonful of, of rice. rice. Yeah, they don't even want to eat rice. If I can tailor the menu, I would gladly do it, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to eat what's available. Spaghetti days. Everybody loves spaghetti. Yeah. Suddenly everyone wants like two to three servings. Yeah, correct. Suddenly it's not enough. You have to run outside and figure out what other food can I buy. Yeah, and you that's know? when we become cooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there is a difference between the child not liking the food and the child is full. Okay, mm. When the child is full, we don't want to force them. Okay, yeah. as long as you are taking in enough to last you for the whole day, that is totally fine. But if the child starts to come rude and unappreciative of the food, that is yeah. when it gets out of hand. They will just stare at the plate and say, E, what's this? You have a choice to keep your negative remarks to yourself. That is when we tell them about, you know, being appreciative of all these little things. Mm. Yeah, that's why the role of a student care teacher is leaning more towards character development. Yeah. After lunch, nap first. They had lunch. long day, so time to get some rest. Yeah. You know, they get their downtime and mm. we get our downtime also. Yeah. After that, because I feel like the most chaos happens during reporting time. Yeah. And lunch yeah, because correct. it's a lot of student movement and it's side by side. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, the nap is for them to rest because they had a long day in uh-uh. school. But I feel like that's important also because it's like a downtime for us to relax from all the chaos in the morning. Yeah, yeah and then we catch up on admin work after the nap. Then homework time. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Homework time. Checking their spelling. Mm, make sure they know. learn spelling. Testing them their spelling. And in last time for school based SEC. We have to do back checks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. But now I don't have to. I think yeah. back checks is a grey line now. Because yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to... Go through my back. Yeah, correct. Correct. Invasion of privacy a bit. Eh? But then again, <laughs> <laughs> students will hide their homework. Yeah. You know, they will lie. I try to encourage them and say like, if you finish all your homework now, you go home, you don't need to do homework with mommy and daddy. Mm. You play with mommy and daddy. But sometimes, it's not children purposely hide their homework. Sometimes, it's they genuinely forget. Yeah. Especially with the P1s. It's a new environment to them. Yeah, the concept of homework is new to them. Yeah. But at the same time, you also want the student to be independent. Yeah, correct. Checking is for our assurance. Mm. But then at the same time, you will ask them, you sure not you don't have homework? Mm. Have you double, triple checked? Yeah, and then... And then you, that's when you get them to think, to recall. Like primary one, primary two, they are still trying to learn how yeah. to be independent. Primary three, primary four, they are already independent. But then they're trying to figure out who they are, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Primary five, primary six, they know who they are already. Everything is like, I want to be cool. They're trying to calm themselves down yeah. and things like that. I always find it a joy to talk with the older children, the mm. older kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People always say, you know, it's so hard taking the primary five, primary six students because they can talk back to you. you yeah. Know? They are rude. But no, I think that's a stereotype. All they want is to be independent. Yeah. You don't need to do anything for them. They can think for themselves as well. Yeah. You just guide them. In terms of respect, respect goes both ways. Yeah, correct. If you respect the student, eventually right that student which is difficult to manage Somehow throughout the year, they will yeah. they will see through you also yeah, yeah, correct, They will correct. see they will see your good intentions. And, and it's always so fulfilling to see 
That's how we see results. Now we don't have KPIs. Uh-uh. We see it in their character, in their attitude change. It's mm. nice to see when at first the students don't trust you, but when they mm. trust you, they build relationships. Become very with you. comfortable, right? Yeah, they are very mm. comfortable with you. They will pour out all issues with you. They, they have do. a lot of issues. That's the yeah. age where everything is piling up on them. When you gain their trust and they think you're comfortable, they will just spill out everything yeah. to you. And that's when you become a counsellor. I was yeah. about to say that. <laughs> like suddenly, my role, I transition to be a counsellor. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> and it's a very heavy responsibility as well because your words, your advice yeah. plays a part. Okay, now we are late 20s, mm. but we can still somehow remember the teachers that play a big part in our lives. Correct. Negative and positive. You know you want to be remembered for the uh, good things. Correct. But correct. imagine if you're being remembered for the bad things. Like Can oh, this be. teacher always shout last time. <laughs> it's such a heavy responsibility. Yeah, mm. and they remember it for life. You just want what's best for your students. Mm, mm-hmm. Correct. Do you agree that student care teachers actually have a lot of unrecognized skills mm. that can be implemented in the future? I do think so. Like we discussed just now. Yeah, yeah. The different <laughs> roles. We transition into different roles. It's very basic. So if you want to dive down into, for example, you have an interest in mental health and you want to be a counsellor, you can transition into that. If you love the administrative part, go to like corporate HR, finance. In the upcoming episodes, we will be talking about our skills that can be recognized and what other jobs you can dive into, what you can do to get into that, make your move into that. Tip or advice for people who want to get into student care mm-hmm. or is a former student care teacher, what would you say to them? You have to have the heart for it. I, I think people think that it's an easy industry like, hey, it's just taking care of kids. We never really discuss about adults getting overstimulated by children. When that happens, it's not as simple as, hey, I just need to take care of kids. Nope, you have to think about yourself. That's why I say, you have to have the heart for it. When you are being overstimulated, but you know your heart still thinks for the children, uh-huh. that's when you will make the best decision. If you don't have the heart for it, it's okay. Mm. Really not for everyone. But if you want to do it, be responsible, fulfill your role effectively. Lah. Thank you for listening in to this episode. Follow us on Instagram for other tips, news and updates on this podcast. If you are loving our podcast, spread the word and share it with your network. Screen record or screenshot and tag us in your social media. If you have any questions, stories or your personal experiences to share on our podcast, you can email it to us at almostnotateacher at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. Till then, 